0: Like I feel myself developing the impulse to care for something, oh
1: my god, beyond myself.
0: Strong. Uh,
1: Quinn. Biological
0: clock is ticking. Quinn,
1: why don't we have a marriage pact?
0: I don't really believe in such a thing. Fine. What the heck? We can make one. Like press uh, my arm. Manic. Jump Scare hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Hi. Hi. We're Quinn, we're Quinn. and we're, we're Becca. Becca. And welcome to Manic Pixie Jump Scare, a podcast where we talk openly about our shared delusions,
1: passions
0: and love, and love for, for each other. Each other.
1: Oh welcome my back, welcome God. back, welcome back,
0: welcome yes. back. That was like
1: i felt like a barbie in that moment
0: yeah it was yeah it was very animated
1: mm-hmm, um and it was serving doll a little bit yes
0: it was a little it was a little trl <gasps> you
1: could say a MTV? little,
0: <laughs> not a little one real world. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um well that's because guys guys yeah it's time this is obviously another Stanless deep dive.
0: Yes, it is. Me and
1: Quinn are yet again in the bo- the bottom of the lake, meeting that lady.
0: <laughs> meeting mother and- <laughs> lake.
1: <laughs> meeting mother lake and mother goose, and she's <laughs> nice actually. She- the rumors very are not convi- true.
0: <laughs> very convivial.
1: <laughs> nice girl, nice girl. Um, but we are here to talk about two thousands pop music.
0: Yes. Uh-oh
1: um this was one of my entrants yeah i stand mm-hmm. by it mm-hmm. thank you
0: yes mm-hmm.
1: um but so obviously i want to know a little bit about quinn like your introduction to 2000s pop because obviously we were both born in the year 2000
0: y2k hey.
1: Hey. yeah descendants of ice
0: spice <laughs>
1: Beak. okay <laughs> january
0: 1st or <laughs> whoa january 1st 2000 ice ice was the first person born in the new millennium <laughs>
1: she is the naughty girl how um, can she
0: lose when she's already chose like yeah like
1: <laughs> <laughs> like with a y um <laughs>
0: yeah
1: loves her loves her but so obviously we kind of grew up on this music but yeah what was your relationship to pop music growing up what do you think of it now kind of like what's your story what's your story
0: my relationship to pop music is like I actually don't have like much and we're gonna get into this in the next segment a little bit more but like the debate of like what is pop music is something that is very interesting and like Mm. I feel like my main music exposures weren't pop music if that makes okay. sense i remember like my dad um is where i get a lot of my musical taste from because right, or, or i'll say my musical appetite because we don't have like the same taste in music but we both have like a voracious mm-hmm. appetite for music and we both relate to music in a similar way um but he was really early on like itunes um mm-hmm. very quintessential to 2000s pop music exactly. um and so he would like burn cds for people he would like have we have so many cds in my house it's not even funny like downstairs we just have tubs and tubs full of cds yeah. and so he would just always be playing music in the house like i remember from a very young age there was always music playing in the house and not like I feel like when most people say that, they're like, oh, my parents played the piano and, like, it was very, like, classical and soft. Like, no, my, it was, like, classic rock or, mm-hmm. like, Metallica, like, metal or, mm-hmm. like, something like that, like, kind of what my dad grew up going, or um, maybe even some, like, 80s, like, 90s, kind of, like, new age stuff. Um, gotcha. But, like, that's why i said appetite because my dad does consume like a lot of different types of music mm-hmm. um in the same way that i do but and then we also do have like our kind of pet favorites um gotcha. my mom is a little bit of a different story because i remember driving around a lot with my mom growing up and and i'm talking about like young young like i would say five to seven yeah probably is like um when I started, and my mom would always listen to like country music. And as I've talked about many times on this podcast, Sugarland is still huge for me, of course. Um, and my mom still is like Alexa, play Sugarland constantly. Good thing I don't have <laughs> one little, oh, little fuckers in my room because otherwise this whole <laughs> thing would have been derailed. But um, yeah, I remember listening to a lot of like country music, and country music in the two thousands was very pop like. Mm-hmm. country pop was kind of like ruling the roost a little bit yeah. like yeah it, it's, was it wasn't moment. like it wasn't willie nelson's country music anymore yeah like, yeah it was like sugarland dirks bentley toby keith ketty chesney like yeah the chicks mm-hmm. um and so that was kind of like early on and then honestly now that i'm thinking about it a big part of my development for like appreciation especially for 2000s pop music especially late 2000s pop music mm-hmm. is um Sirius XM Hits 1
1: Okay
0: cuz my mom the car got, had that
1: installed
0: Yeah cuz my mom got a CRV wow. when wow. Wow. like wow. shortly wow. after we moved into the house we live in now and it had Sirius XM and we would listen to Hits 1 and they would have mm-hmm. like top 40 I, like they would do like the 40 countdown every weekend so I like Remember, Mm -hmm. like, driving on the weekends and hearing, like, Spider Harrison do the Top 40? And he would be like, biggest drop of the week. (laughs) Um, And, uh, yeah, we would listen to their, like, morning show, too. There were, like, four people in the morning. Mm -hmm. I still think about that a lot. But that was, like, how I got exposed to a lot of um, late 2000s music. Like, definitely towards like, the Gaga kind of, like... Mm, um, the
1: Renaissance,
0: yeah, Beyonce, pop, yeah. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um,
0: I am Sasha Fierce, Beyonce, like that was a big one. And four um, mm-hmm. and so yeah, that was kind of like my development. Early two thousands pop music, I know like a little bit, but like my um knowledge of like early early two thousands isn't as well developed. I don't think. Got
1: you, got you.
0: But yeah, that's kind of where I come from. And now um, as somebody who is a fan of like hyper pop and like that whole movement and like kind of like it is very um, 2000s pop music is very important to that because I feel like hyper pop is like a reaction to 2000s pop music. Absolutely. which we'll kind of come to talk about I feel like in the second one when because yeah. we'll go over something that's kind of essential to pop music in my view and that hyper popularly really kind of capitalizes on mm-hmm. um but yeah that's kind of my background with pop music but Becker same yeah. question to you <laughs> What what are you what's going on with mm-hmm. her, young Becca yeah what's she doing listening to pop music
1: well, I mean, obviously my we've talked about how my mom listens to now that's what I call music CDs. Yep. But she also was an early adopter of the iTunes way of life, I suppose. She would burn mm-hmm. Christina Aguilera onto oh, her yeah. Nano and then she would burn everything from her Nano onto my shuffle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Your mom was like wearing low-rise to pick you up from school, I bet, right?
1: No, it's true, and there's Facebook like photos that low you low <laughs> rise acid
0: wash a baby tee crimped hair. Just,
1: it's just so true. Like um, those, she doesn't have to crimp her hair because it's naturally wavy, babe. <laughs> yeah. Oh like, my god! I need clear,
0: to- kind of like ombre sunglasses.
1: She did also have fully clear sunglasses that she claimed just her eyes were so sensitive she needed them even when it was sunny. Clear sunglasses. I love this woman. <laughs> what even did she mean even? Um, yeah. She makes things up
0: sometimes.
1: It's crazy. But yeah, the best thing about my mom is that even though she is a deaf woman, she has incredible music taste. Mm. Because part of it is just like the je ne sais quoi of it that yeah. she is attracted to. And mm-hmm. so she was a huge Britney Spears fan. Christina Aguilera, like loved all the main pop girlies. Mm-hmm. So we would listen to them so much. Um, I don't know. She just was very in the current music scene when I was growing up. So it wasn't, I really had to discover like older music on my own in high school. Mm. Like my dad just, he likes the Beatles a lot and he Mm. like plays music, but he doesn't really ever like have music playing in the car and stuff. It's kind of weird. Like just silent Mm -hmm. anyway.
0: Wait, um, how old was your mom when she had you? She was seventy-six. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So you know and she pulls it off. <laughs> yeah, definitely.
0: She looks good for her age. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: uh, no definitely. for real.
1: She had me she had me when she was thirty.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Or at least the last day of her 29th year. She turned 30 the day after. Oh, my Famously, God. Famously, her birthday that. is the day after mine. Yeah, yeah. Love
0: that. Um, Such a classic yeah. narrative. Um, I know. And <laughs> talk and about I a Saturn return. Having child. a whole last kid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, literally. <laughs> oh, my God. Crazy Someone thing to throw in the book mix book at that, that time. <laughs> oh, poor thing. Poor thing. I know. Wow. Okay. Um, um, that's
0: interesting because she was very, like, she had her fingers like on means, the pulse yeah that means she was kind of hip because like yeah she's not like too much younger than my parents but my parents are definitely more like like they're much more in like the 80s kind of pocket like 80s was really their like you know
1: their moment
0: yeah yeah like that's and that's like, kind of like their home base for music but it sounds like your mom's is very much early 2000s
1: Yes, and, like, she, yeah, she listened to music growing up and stuff, It, but she just, like, loved, yeah, the 2000s, but now is, she loves what comes out now, I don't know,
0: she's kind of with it. She's a pop music girl, eh? Was her, <laughs> what what's, does. does it have something to do with maybe her, like, what is her family situation, like, is her, is the rest of her family deaf, or?
1: Yeah, so, well, her parents aren't, but her sister is, okay. Um. so, I mean, but... My grandparents, my grandmother especially, she was she was a singer, um, mm. but she was pretty much only Shall into church. Absolutely, um, <laughs> church music.
0: Okay, very me coded. So,
1: <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> and she's Leo fire sign. I see, I see, I see. Wait, um, whoa, 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 whoa! We gotta
0: stop. We gotta stop. We gotta.
1: <laughs> I should actually set you up a meeting with Barbara. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, any woman named Barbara is automatically an icon. Like, that's a name you only can give to an icon.
1: Exactly. Yeah, and they friends Barb. would call her Babs, yeah. Babs! <laughs> so, it's crazy, yeah. She's from Philly. Oh, my
0: God. Babs from Philly.
1: <laughs> Babs from Philly. Um. But, yeah, so... I don't know if that had anything to do with... That. I don't know. I should cycle analyze my mom about that a little bit. We'll have to see. We'll have to
0: see. Did she go to, like... Did she go to deaf school or was she like mainstreamed or what was the whole? Vibe? No, she was
1: actually mainstream. She was well, interesting. I think the first kid in New Jersey to be mainstreamed.
0: <gasps> oh my God. Yeah,
1: she slayed. And then she was news. I would on say good for her, but I'm not sure Barbara if it was. Walters. It was. Yeah. You got
0: Barbara Walters?
1: No, no, sorry, not Barbara Walters. Uh, Walters Joan Rivers. Sorry. Oh. <laughs>
0: Wait. Oh, sorry. Which is kind of more. That's iconic. even better. Wait.
1: Yeah, she was on the Mike Douglas show. She was on 60 minutes. Wait, she met
0: Barbara Walter. She was on 60 Minutes. Your mom was on 60 Minutes?
1: Yeah, because what happened was she was being bullied, actually. <gasps> but then my grandma Fuck said, you guys, let me say that. <laughs> no, me... Exactly. My okay, this thing just fucking died. I'm gonna sue uh, everyone my ever. God. <laughs> but okay, so Jewel was getting bullied. Um, and then Barbara was like, Now hold on now. I'm gonna go teach those children a thing or two. So she came into my mom's classroom, second grade classroom, and taught them all the sign to the song You Light Up My Life. And okay. so my mom's whole class performed it at the auditorium. Someone on the local news caught it. And then my mom and Denise and my grandparents were on uh they got asked to do a bunch of talk shows.
0: Wait, fame era. Wait. Yeah,
1: no, it's crazy. And there's we like I have the DVD of, so I can watch my mom at eight years old, talk. It's kind of like insane,
0: right? That's so cool.
1: I know. Yeah.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah.
1: So music has always been influential in her life. You could say. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I only I only ask because it's very like as somebody who has um you know study deaf culture and been proximate to mm-hmm. deaf people for a time in my life now it's just like it's interesting to me as somebody who like really likes music and like as yeah. like it's interesting how little music means to some people some deaf people yeah exactly like some deaf people like music but obviously it's a little like they experience it in a different way than yes absolutely people do. and so like I could see if she went to like deaf school and was around like deaf people not connecting to like music yeah of like More like, you know, that was around when she was younger
1: versus like maybe
0: she came into it later. But yeah, I don't know.
1: I know a lot of her friends really like rap and like like EDM and stuff like that, because the beat basically is the best Mm, thing about it. Um but yeah, my mom also something huge about her and something still that she does to this day, she downloads music videos on her iPad and works out watching her little iPad. So, what are the most interesting music videos of all time?
0: Just pop. Wait, so, yes, yeah. So, she just (laughs) watches. So, music videos is what she likes to watch. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yep. Her own little MTV.
1: Exactly. She's like, let me curate this specifically for myself.
0: (laughs) Video killed the radio star.
1: Mm hmm. So they say. (laughs) So they say. But. Yeah. So basically, my mom being a pop stan, me being, like, obsessed with Disney Channel and, like, Mm -hmm. the early pop girlies was, like, so, so me. Um, Mm. How else can I say that? I was just, yeah, I was obsessed at a young age. And even now, like, it's one of my favorite decades to listen to. Mm -hmm. I have a playlist called Y2K. I have another playlist called We Throw Him Back. And they're both near and dear to my heart. And I listen to them quite frequently. So, wait.
0: Okay. For them. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I think that's a good place to for us to get started. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So, we are going to take a little break and then we're going to come back to get into a little bit more of the history and kind of, you know, material reality around 2000s pop music. Yeah. scared oh my god i scared me
1: <laughs> we went we, for different vibes there. very very different <laughs> we're not in the same story okay, um but that's, that's ultimately okay. okay
0: um but it we is. are back we are both yeah. back here together in the studio same mm. room mm. um and <laughs> so now we're gonna get a little bit more into like the category of 2000 pop music. And something my friend Becca did that is so amazing is gave such a broad category. Yeah. Um <laughs> and so so what couldn't be explored. When I was like when I was like so how does it how does it fit into this format we've created? So, we're going to try our best. But I think I think we I think we're going to do it. So, yeah. I think that pop music is like an interesting kind of category because mm-hmm. I would say that like I always associated pop with popular yeah and now and we grew up in a time the 2000s like pop music what I feel like everybody thinks of as pop music um was the most popular genre of music yes now though in the today of things I don't feel that pop is the most popular anymore I think that rap and like hip-hop has surpassed it
1: that's totally fair um, but don't they become then pop
0: yes, yes. yeah th- and that's yeah. Uh, that's my whole thing so like is rap music pop music now because it's the most popular form of music but pop music is different from popular music yeah um and so like in the folk tradition kind of like mm-hmm. back when there was a lot less music and music was harder to consume like we're talking like first half of the 20th century popular yeah. music was just songs that everybody knew yeah so like I don't know
1: Yankee she, Doodle pick them up exactly. Yankee Doodle there she'll hey. be
0: coming around the mountain when she comes when she come. Like, Yee-hee. like yeah like that's popular music <laughs> yeah um and it's music that people learned from hearing. As opposed to classical music, which people learn from reading the music on a sheet mm-hmm. um, and you know playing it. Um, yeah. And so then that is distinct from pop music, obviously, that we are talking about. And so kind of, I, I read a bunch of different definitions of pop music and like people trying to define mm-hmm. it, but kind of the best definition of pop music that I could cobble together is music that is like youthful, ephemeral, and accessible. So yeah, so it's like kind of associated with it has a younger energy to it. It's not like classic in a way, like ephemeral. I feel like ephemeral kind of um, which I literally wrote this is weird. Was that today when I wrote that down? I think I wrote today in my journal that I really like the word ephemera.
1: Here you go. Like Where's one of my favorite a.
0: words. It's up there with juxtaposition and miracoles. Um, Ooh, those
1: are nice.
0: No, in Spanish, I wanna I wanna meet the Spanish person long probably dead who decided to give as mundane a concept as Wednesday the word miracoles. Like
1: <laughs> they slay, they must have they been was, they was eaten. Is there another <laughs> is there
0: a more interesting way to describe Wednesday than Miracolis. Like you gotta tell me. <laughs> also, I know why Wednesday Adams is so tight now because she comes from a Hispanic family. But they gave her an anglicized name. She could have had a better name anyway. Bo. So now I know that girl's kind of you know. She's pissed. Upset. Um yeah. But anyway. Um. But yeah, inaccessible because it kind of you know it plays on the radio. Um, mm-hmm. You know. I got nothing on but the radio. The radio.
1: I think also something interesting. Uh. Mm-hmm. Especially because it was learned from hearing and people would repeat the words i mean a large part of pop music is like those catchy lyrics
0: oh yeah hooks so yeah Mm -hmm.
1: hooks um being an earworm is like the one thing a pop pop song wants to do Mm -hmm. it's like just be stuck in your head um Mm -hmm. so these like repetitive lyrics and phrases and stuff like that huge huge
0: Mm -hmm. and that's how we get Charlie XCX hot in it. Yep. <laughs> and and she did Girl. it
1: and it worked. It worked so well. Yeah. It me. is
0: interesting to think that like like there was something about I don't know what it is, but like there was something about like now having pop song is down like having like a song like that is kind of down to a science, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like kind of anybody who's like a student of pop, maybe it was just people who had the time to like grow up with it. Like like F L K an American Teenager is the perfect example because she literally wrote the song to be like a, like a quintessential like pop song, uh-huh. and in some circles it now is. And she was like, it's kind of funny because it's discordant from like the rest of the project that it's contained within. And she's like, yeah, it's supposed to be like that. It's supposed to be kind of ephemeral, kind of cheap, and like you know. Mm-hmm. But it's also people are like, oh my god, it's the best song ever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it worked. It just but works. she's
0: like, and she's like, that's what you're supposed to think, but also, <laughs> but, <laughs> but also, anyway, guys, stop <laughs> me, me talking about F.O. again on the podcast. But, um, <laughs>
1: okay.
0: Uh, but Becca, you have some interesting mm-hmm. things that you identified also about 2000s yes. pop music,
1: yes. And I think one of those things is that, and this was. Coming out of the '90s, also a big thing, which was just groups. Mm-hmm. So they're like the boom of the boy band and girl band was insane at this time. Yeah. Um, like Destiny's Child, Spice Girls, obviously, and mm-hmm. saying Backstreet Boys, etc., etc. Edka, Edka, Edka.
0: And that literally just goes back to like the Beatles. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a
0: really cool. If anybody in this listening audience ever finds themselves in Liverpool. There's a really cool museum called the British music experience that basically takes you through the history of British pop music, which is very intertwined with American pop music. Um, oh, cool. And so, yeah, oh, God, but like... I went there when I was in Liverpool and it was very kind of like, you know, it starts a little bit before the Beatles, but the Beatles are where things really kick off. And then it kind of right. shows how we kind of keep going and music evolves from there.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, it is truly so interesting that what you know, you think of like, oh, we're starting a band, and it's something like the Beatles, where you know, you know, some kids growing up, and then you start like making music together to like this completely industrialized, like, we're gonna buy these people's souls a and force percent. them to perform together, and yeah. then till they hate each other and they have to break their contracts and like lose yeah. a bunch of money
0: and then Um, we televise it doing the same thing
1: yes for x-factor
0: oh my god because i was about to say we're going to talk about like a little bit more specifically differences between like 2000s pop music and music today but Mm -hmm. i feel like there are no like groups yeah like there are no music groups nowadays
1: no literally the only one
0: especially mainstream
1: like little mix do we count do we
0: count but they're that? not even they're not even up. together anymore
1: well the 3 of them are
0: no they're not
1: what no they're oh, on
0: hiatus oh boy yeah
1: it's bad it's bad for them okay
0: yeah but even but yeah um, groups t- have tended to do better it's interesting because when you watch drag race uk one mm-hmm. of the things that like i feel like i'm pretty caught up on like uk culture references but like mm-hmm. when they reference all the different like girl groups and stuff like It's crazy. There's so many. Yeah, there are so many because, like, like we know about like Little Mix. Even though Little Mix never made it like huge over here, but they're like massive in the UK, right? Um, but like there are so many more like that who are like, you know, middling big to like big big, but like just never made it over here.
1: Mm, Wow.
0: Because the only like the only British girl group that really made it over here was the Spice Girls.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's true. (laughs)
0: And there's something undeniable about them, we have to admit.
1: <laughs> yeah. They got us. They got us. Um, yeah. And then obviously One Direction, but we'll talk about that in a later. Oh uh, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, so groups are a huge thing. And then the subsequent solo careers of these same people, mm-hmm. like still happening in the two thousands, like Justin Timberlake and Beyonce being huge ones. Yes. Um, yeah. So that was fun. Mm-hmm. There was definitely a lot of fun pop culture around the group thing. Uh, it was a big moment. Do you remember the band, or not the band, but the group play? I mm, I want to say I do. I feel like they were a fever dream because no one else ever remembers them.
0: I know the song play by Jennifer Lopez.
1: They were a Swedish. Wait group. A
0: night and day. Swedish?
1: Yeah. That's out. They did uh they did make it here for a little bit. I'm pretty sure that they made the song Cinderella that later the Cheetah Girls covered.
0: Cinderella. No, I don't think I know these people. Maybe I if I heard a song. But
1: it seems Cinderella like they were really somebody. early two
0: thousands, which like isn't yeah. really my um. It's a little bit
1: of your blind spot. It's okay. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yes. yes. So as well as groups and bands, stuff like that. Are you aware? Were you aware at the time? of the program napster or the website rather
0: no 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 no. okay this is something that um yeah i never uh you know because my parents were like again my dad was like on itunes like right he wasn't he wasn't quite like a good
1: american
0: yeah no (laughs) but i don't think he even had to pay for it like i think there was a thing on itunes where you could like download your cds onto yeah. a computer that and so true. i think that's honestly where he got a lot of his music because mm-hmm. he owned yeah. a physical copy and then he just downloaded it onto his computer so like that's what my mom my dad like collected cds
1: right well fair enough but yeah. i i mean i didn't know about it at the time i learned about it a little later but i do remember really specifically before every movie you watched in the early 2000s that one pirating commercial would play Uh
0: uh-huh it'd be like
1: don't pirate or else like we'll kill you (laughs) and it made it pirating seem so serious (laughs) when in Um, reality
0: it's a victimless crime
1: (laughs) it's a victimless crime everybody does it yeah why aren't you doing it yeah um yeah
0: i was i was never a big illegally download person i maybe did it like a couple times yeah well actually there was um in the vein of Napster, randomly, my first phone, I had a Samsung Transform. That was, like, my first phone. Oh, wow. It was one of those little cunty ones that you could, like, slide up, and then the <laughs> keyboard was right there. Yeah, yes, bring, yes, that back, yes. bring that back, bring um, But I had this app called Tuney Music. I probably had
1: something like that.
0: Basically, like, it was basically Napster. Like, I just... i could just download music for free for some reason i I didn't and i didn't quite know how it worked
1: yeah and all of the covers were blank white that's how my worked. yeah yeah um
0: and then there was also groove shark yeah groove shark was big because i feel like by the time i was a little bit older like napster was probably defunct maybe
1: Mm mm-hmm yeah, and definitely. groove,
0: and like I remember kids this was more of a middle school thing so getting out of like the 2000s and more into like the 2010s but I definitely mm-hmm. remember kids using like Groove Shark in the computer lab because we couldn't have our phones out during the day
1: Ooh, little Yeah, yeah yeah well so basically Napster was like a place where you could illegally download music mm-hmm. and it made a bunch of like songs that I mean, it really pissed off a lot of artists, like a lot of artists, like including Madonna, sued Napster for early releases on music and stuff. Uh-huh. but it also made a lot of music more popular maybe than it would have been if cause uh-huh. like maybe it wasn't playing on the radio or something. Um, yeah but people were able to, like illegally download it. Why not? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was kind of slay,
0: yeah. That's say. the other thing, like, as an artist, like, especially somebody trying to make it, like, back then, mm-hmm. I say as if it wasn't, like, <laughs> like, 20 years ago. In our lifetime. But, like, it, it, it has, it. it just has so fundamentally changed the way that music is, like, exchanged and mm-hmm. shared. And, like, even the concept of fame, something I feel like we talk about a good bit on the podcast, but, like, if your song didn't hit on the radio, then there wasn't really space for it wasn't
1: much you could do yeah because that's how you
0: sold that's how you sold records and that's how and selling records is how you go on tour um yeah and Yeah. yeah this was and this was still when because now artists make their money touring Yeah, like musicians musicians make music so they can tour that music basically yeah. Like I remember, I remember explaining that because, like, my one friend's a really big Taylor Swift fan, and then and they would be like, "Oh, if she ever goes on tour again," and I'm like, "What do you mean if she ever goes on tour again? Like, of course she's gonna go on tour again." Um, I feel like you
1: said that to me once, to be honest.
0: Uh, yeah. Not only be not <laughs> only because like I think she genuinely does enjoy performing, but also because like
1: she thing, wants to yeah. make money. Her
0: record label wants to make money. Like, yeah. Her team wants. Like everybody wants to make money, and that's how you make money because. Especially in today's day, day and age, nobody is making money off of like releasing music. At least, as like they were in the two thousands.
1: Right, that's really fair.
0: Um, and so yeah. Hmm. But yeah, Napster and definitely, and then we have streaming a little bit later. But that's not really a two thousands music thing. Yeah, nah, absolutely. But later. Becca does have here Napster walked, so streaming services could fly. And it's true um but yeah so then how would you say like pop music today compares to the pop music of the 2000s like maybe sonically maybe like theme wise i don't know wherever you want to take it girl. Mm. yeah
1: yeah thank you for that <laughs> i mean so there was like a certain sort of suave that the early 2000s had in pop mm. music. And it, I mean, it was still really inspired by like late 90s, like R&B stuff. Yeah. Um. Like, I don't know if you've ever heard the Doja Cat, any Doja Cat, they do it to like every Doja Cat song. Like they do a 2000s remix of it. And like mm. the bass gets less gritty. Um... The synths get like l- more layered, and everything sounds like more robotic in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also like a certain softness and like sparkle to early two thousands music. I'm getting kind of like, I don't know, I'm having like visions of it. <laughs> but there, there's like a certain sparkle to early two thousands music. It's just like, um, you know, really bumblegummy and like yeah, do do do. Uh, whereas I mean, like you said, a lot of pop music today, if it's not rap itself, it at least has a rapper featured on it. Yeah. So it is like in some way. Oh my of... god, I'm
0: glad that era is kind of ending. Like where just like two chains will just show up. Yeah, there was there was an era where, like like there was a good couple years where every pop song had to have a.
1: Yeah and everybody feature. would release the
0: song and then two months later they would release a remix of that song that was exactly. that was not a remix it just had a rapper Guy on, on it. it now yeah
1: literally why are we which diminishing is... women's accomplishments by adding no, men to it
0: which is why i stand by the best like one of the best remixes of all time is the savage remix yeah because it is a different song from savage mm-hmm. yeah and like a, i would say a not uh, I don't know like but like I I tend to prefer the Savage remix like if I'm gonna listen to one of them oh but, me like, too it has like a different vibe in it it's structurally and a different song guys
1: Beyonce's here
0: yeah mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> so, so Rosalia just did a similar thing um with Despecha. Cardi B did like a oh right
1: yeah yeah there's yeah, a yeah. Cardi B
0: remix of Despecha. I don't know if I'm mm-hmm. pronouncing that right <laughs> but um I hope I hope. Rosa, we love you. Um Rosalia. And like that was I don't think that was as successful as a Savage remix. I think that's a high watermark, but like it still was like different than like, you know, I don't know. Like like and this wasn't a remix, but like something like Dark Horse by Katy Perry, where it's just like there's a pop song and then suddenly there's a rap verse. I was thinking of
1: that song because one of the worst rap verses ever is She's a Beast. I, I call, call her a comma. Karma.
0: So will eat your, your heart, heart, heart out like Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer.
1: Dama. Where, in what dark room was he sitting in when he was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'll put that on the song. <laughs>
0: no, and hey. did you see the things when like Dahmer was like, the show was out where people were trying to go back and like get Katy Perry to like remove that? Or same thing with like um, Kesha Kesha's. and... Uh, i forget what's or cannibal and it's like guys co-
1: guys that happened so long ago guys, guys
0: what will that do like just- <laughs> <laughs> literally like okay okay like also like those songs are six years old like, yeah like dark or, or no even older than that like dark horse like is 10, definitely eight. cannibal 10. is fully like 10 or 12. yeah like what what is that gonna do
1: no literally when they released the song did you not know jeffrey Dahmer was a killer
0: yeah, and also like, that. and also it's not like they're like the biggest songs on the radio or anything.
1: Yeah, no, they're kind. Whereas of, like Dahmer was it. like
0: the biggest show on Netflix for like a day or two until they released the yeah. next biggest show on Netflix. Right. Um, <laughs> exactly. But yeah. Ben, um, what do
1: you think? Are some of the comparisons?
0: Well, this is what kind of what I want to say about hyperpop, but it's like mm-hmm. I feel like hyperpop is like a reaction to what was going on in two thousands pop music. Like you said, like. Mm-hmm. Hyperpop kind of takes like the pop music um it's almost like it's almost like parody but like reverent it's like parodying mm-hmm. pop music of like the early 2000s but it's also like very reverent of it at the same time mhm if that makes sense like it's it's like it appreciates it so much that it's able to make fun of it if that makes sense cuz like mm-hmm. you know it's Charlie like a campy version of 2000s yes. mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. whereas like if if 2000s pop music is low camp meaning it's like it doesn't know it's camp then high then hyper pop is, is high camp in that it knows it's like making something that like some people might not like and yeah. that might seem like abrasive to some people but other people like the girls who get it get it the people who don't don't
1: <laughs> it's so true so true.
0: And I think that's another difference is that pop is like this bigger kind of genre now because it's not all about what can get played on the radio. Yeah. Cause like who listens to radio?
1: Literally, I cannot tell you the last time.
0: Like I if have... I get my car and the radio's on, I'm like, why is that on? Let me play my music. Yeah. Like
1: Yeah, that's weird. That's suspicious.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. So um So, yeah, now, like, there's, like, in some ways, I think, I think it's created this interesting thing where I said ephemeral, meaning, like, kind of, like, small or, like, quick to be, like, Mm -hmm. taken away, like, consumed easily. Yeah. And I feel like that used to be a defining feature of 2000s pop music, but... The streaming era and like Napster and even MySpace I think MySpace also had a really big impact on 2000s pop music because like Mm -hmm. people being able to put like their top eight out there was a good way to exchange music from what I understand I was not on MySpace but um me neither me neither I wish um but (laughs) what a time um and so like the fact that people were able to share that it like allowed for there to be a different kind of thing than just something that everybody could listen to and be like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and so it created this dichotomy where some people were making pop music that was not like ephemeral. It was it was pop music that meant something a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um but then that created this thing where like now when people release a just like a pop song, people are like, oh my god, this is garbage. Like even pop fans, like because pop is such a big category like uh last week on twitter uh the bb rexa remix of i'm blue like was making the rounds and people were like oh this was a serve or some people were like actually this is the worst song i've ever heard this is everything wrong with pop music and it's just Mm -hmm. like it's like that's like that's pop music
1: yeah textbook yeah yeah um
0: but because the genre has become so much bigger than it was in the 2000s, it's now like, oh, that's not pop music, but it is. You know, it's just because there's yeah. more pop music. Like, right? Yeah. If that makes sense. That's
1: astute. Yeah. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it is always okay to make fun of a BB REXA song.
0: Yeah, guys. BB REXA is.
1: what <laughs> I will not fault you for that, guys.
0: No, and that <laughs> in particular, it's also it's BB REXA like featuring David Guetta. David Guetta yeah. is fully, like, 40 years old, like, or not, like, probably closer to 50 at this 60. point, like, <laughs> 75, even, <laughs> like, dancing around with all these, like, 20-something women, it's just like, that throws off yeah. the whole video as well, it's like, yeah, like, girl, that you're a DJ, great. why do you have to be in the video, or, like, mm-hmm. can't you be, like, serving them drinks at the bar or something, can't you be in, like, a comic, like, jester-type role?
1: yeah oh my god literally why did you have to be involved
0: exactly like dancing on these women um shout out to his family (laughs) yeah definitely definitely yeah Um, yeah for sure but yeah um wait so who are some of your favorite artists who do you believe was really encapsulating what was going on in the 2000s within Mm -hmm. pop music
1: well, definitely. I mean, Brittany. Of course. Christina. Uh-huh. Destiny Child. Gwen Stefani. Natasha Bedingfield. Okay, we don't, We often <gasps> yeah, don't talk enough about- people need to
0: talk about her. No, and Pocketful of Natasha, Sunshine was my favorite song.
1: Such a good song. Could be used in any movie. Listen, Jane. The song Unwritten, so crazy. Oh my God, yeah. But we often forget to talk about Unwritten's slayful little sister, love like this. Featuring Sean King.
0: Like but we go back so
1: You keep haircut. calling me particular Only when uh, you hold me. No, she was so smart for that. That little bop.
0: No, literally, and she released an album like literally in 2019. And it was it's so funny because like People on Twitter will be like, whatever happened to Gwen Stefani? And I'm like, she literally released an album in 2019. It's just that nobody's like checking out, checking for her anymore.
1: Oops, God bless her. <laughs>
0: Roll with her um... streaming. <laughs> um these words when she was on she performed at the Degrassi High School Senior Prom. Mm-hmm. Oh my and god. She also did a guest spot on True Jackson VP.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I bet.
0: Like, when will your fave? Um, exactly.
1: um, we have to talk about Vanessa Hudgens' most iconic <laughs> hit, Sneaker, Sneaker Night. Man,
0: <laughs> you're listening. Get up in um, here, <laughs> get your sneakers out. Get Honestly, your sneakers out.
1: Hand to God, I think Vanessa Hudgens has one of the worst voices I've ever heard in my life.
0: Oh, <gasps> no. Have you, have you ever seen Grease Live?
1: okay i just don't yeah i don't just i'm not attracted to something in her voice really yeah because her
0: worst things i can do is like the definitive version sorry stalker chanting. <laughs> i just
1: <laughs> i don't know something about it
0: really okay
1: like i just think like it can't I don't know it just doesn't work for me it's either like too nasally or I don't know Mm. I don't know what's going on um I mean yeah some people aren't gonna like it but that's inevitable (laughs) and yeah god bless her
0: (laughs) I love listening to I forget what song it is oh it's funny when the ba-da-da looking and from the outside. The outside. <laughs> the outside. It's Literally, crazy how high school like musical they, they were fooling double. all of us. Like,
1: Yeah. Uh, they said Drew none silly. of these people are
0: actually singing. Um... <laughs>
1: we have to laugh. We have to laugh at you. Um, Allie and AJ. <gasps>
0: Yeah, so I love their music finest. now too.
1: Literally, their their explicit version of potential breakup song actually changed mm. my life in 2021. It was my
0: birthday, my fucking birthday, fucking
1: birthday.
0: But I, lo- I want my yeah, shit Disney, back. Disney is definitely like a big like part of like, especially for young us, like young music, people, like yeah. their 2000s pop music, mm-hmm. Disney Channel bangers. Just found a playlist if we were a movie you'd be the right guy okay
1: there's a spotify place called
0: after school club
1: and it literally is like all the disney nickelodeon like songs that i would listen to in 2008 selena gomez in the scene i i just brought this up last episode it's Your so important
0: baby, baby oh also um we do need to start a petition to get wherever i go by hannah montana on spotify like i don't know why that
1: <laughs> i've been banging at disney's door for how uh, long now? <laughs> I, like
0: every time i want to have like a like a moment like a sad boy moment i'm like because let's talk about let's talk about when all the girls were crying when hannah montana ended literally so i'm moving on letting go no. holding on to tomorrow always uh, got the better me but i'm finding out who i'm gonna be we might be apart anyway um
1: <laughs> i was just gonna let you go forever and ever <laughs> you'll be with
0: me. um ah! <laughs> but yeah some of my um, favorites yeah. yeah britney obviously britney really yeah. ruled 2000 pop music landscape oh my god yeah. well again somebody we can debate is pop or not mariah oh
1: pop come on yeah, definitely
0: i also read this whole i like in my, during my last semester of college i read this whole thing that r&b like as a genre was just created to market music to black people I've also um, heard that. Because yeah, I think <laughs> I think there is also a dimension of whiteness to pop music. Yeah, um,
1: that's just like assuming. Definitely,
0: definitely historically. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a little, that that's definitely different now. But still, it's like, remember like when Lizzo, like it was the, it was the, uh, it was like when Lizzo, Lil Nas, Doja Cat, like, I feel like those three artists in particular, like when they were like first kind of rose to prominence in 2019 mm-hmm. and everybody was like oh my god what genre are they? are they rappers are they pop stars are they in Lil Nas X's case like country stars and they were right. all just like we don't have to like have a genre like yeah,
1: we can be genreless, guys
0: literally um who else is it I always struggle sync or Backstreet Boys who were I want it that way
1: I want it that way, Backstreet Boys.
0: Yeah, you and Insync are... was just bye bye bye. No, one thing about I go to um, there's this bar in Pittsburgh that plays music videos, um, such a good genre of bar, a music video bar. Um, yeah,
1: my mom would love it there. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, and like they, I've been there multiple times when they played. I want it that way, and it's honestly just like what a song to fucking turn up to
1: (laughs) with all their white tank tops
0: yes love it Mm -hmm. love the bandanas
1: yeah there's this incredible snl spoof uh, it's not of that song specifically but it's like an early 2000s boy song and it's like kate mckinnon they're all in white tank tops ad bryant and it's called i first got horny to you are you familiar
0: I I definitely have seen this before.
1: It's really funny. And it's, like, in that vibe. And they're like, when I first got horny to you. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. It serves that music video exactly.
0: I also think that, like, somebody like Paris Hilton and her music oh. career and the song Stars Are Blind, like, is mm-hmm. so, like, quintessential to understanding, like, yeah. what was going on in the exactly. 2000s of pop music, like, yeah.
1: So true. Even though the stars are blind. Avril.
0: Children, baby.
1: Yes. Oh, my God. Literally.
0: Oh, like some early pink. The
1: rock star? Um, coming
0: up. <laughs> so black pink. Did you see that tweet
1: this
0: week? <laughs> yeah. <gasps> Ooh, uh, or like Alicia Keys.
1: Not as big of a fan as her, of her really just like just kind of unfamiliar
0: no that's um is that i don't even know that's the song i'm thinking of but like falling by alicia keys new york state of mind or no what's that song empire state of mind
1: York. yeah
0: she's making money off that, I swear. Day. <laughs> for sure, for Good sure. Day. Um, and of day, course, Beyonce, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah. And then just to kind of round out our discussion, any iconic 2000s Oh, and of course Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga is yeah. really interesting because she sneaks right in there at the end. Because yeah, two thousand nine yeah. is when she really pops off. Mm-hmm. Um but so yeah technically, She she literally brought hell. in the new era. She was like, okay. <laughs> Whoosh!
1: Here we go, children. She said, "She <laughs> said,
0: okay, so y'all gonna start." No, it is crazy. Like I, I can't wait for all like the historical pieces about how Lady Gaga like changed the landscape,
1: changed the life of like of not only
0: <laughs> pop music but like celebrity in general. Mm-hmm. Like, if you ever want to examine Lady Gaga's impact, look up what people are wearing to award shows like pre two thousand nine.
1: You'll be shocked.
0: Yeah. Oh, also Katy Perry comes in kind oh of at the love end Katy
1: perry yeah yeah um, yeah i kissed a girl i remember talking to my cousins about it and being like have you heard this song <laughs> oh
0: <my God. laughs>
1: we we're like yeah yeah and i liked it i liked the song <laughs>
0: that's crazy yeah. i don't remember that being like a i don't know i remember being scandalized that, by that song it's probably just because there were like gay people in my life right
1: well it was really exciting for me <laughs> I was like whoa whoa sweet
0: from a young yeah. age I knew that people were gay like... <laughs> from a
1: young age just from like Topher <laughs> 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 oh my god guys <laughs> <that our>
0: new... <laughs> <that> <laughs> you already know who I am is that our
1: new is that our new thinking things that aren't true you already know who I am
0: that's another way to say it I will never give up thinking things that aren't true i'm going to say that until i die literally
1: yeah me too me
0: too, um, me too. but yeah um but <laughs> 2000s music videos or maybe some albums or i don't know mm, mm.
1: well oh my god okay now that you had i'm glad you brung it up the naturally music video selena gomez i did recreate it as a talent show <sighs>
0: submission Believe it or not, were you accepted into said talent show?
1: Well, yeah,
0: (laughs) okay,
1: and I just did that because you said submission. (laughs) Yeah,
0: when you look in my eyes, it
1: takes my breath away away, naturally. Yeah, so that was kind of slayful. And then what else? Like any Britney music video, obviously,
0: Britney. Britney's circus era like the circus era visuals like for some reason Whiffy. like because i remember i would watch those music videos on like they had music videos on like on demand and so like mm. i would watch like i watched like the circus music video the womanizer music video Oh, which i might bring lives. up at a later date on this podcast i hope hint 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 um I hope. but uh <laughs> Yeah, like that. Like, I want to go watch Womanizer music video like right now because I'm like, if I watch it, uh-huh. I'm I'm sure it's one of those things that would be like so nostalgic. And I like because like I just body remember <laughs> such an impact on me. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, that was scandalizing because she's like a good part of it. She's in like a sauna, like sitting, like naked. Mm-hmm. Um, womanizer,
1: woman, womanizer, girl, womanizer, womanizer. Oh, you, you, you you, you, you What else? Um, oh,
0: also, is is this too, is this Alanis Morissette 2000s or was Jagged Little Pill the 90s? I
1: feel like it was the 90s, to be truthful. I, uh, oh,
0: 1995. Oh, yeah, that was... was isn't
1: it, it iconic? <laughs> isn't it ironic?
0: Um, Alanis but... Morissette and Halsey collaborated. <laughs> what? Are you lying? Uh, no. It, please, on, please. on Alanis Morissette, it says, Oh, no, Alanis' interlude... Oh, maybe she's not on a song. Oh, I did hear a Halsey song the other day, and I did like it. I have to say, everything
1: was blue. His hair is pills. Um, which one no, was
0: it? No, I was about to say "Torn" by Natalie Imbruglia, but that's a that's a ninety song as well. Oh, really? Yeah, that feels so 2001. 97 Yeah, ninety seven. Yeah, I feel like um, like. I feel like there are a lot of like some of the women that I like associate or like Jewel was Jewel 2000s or was she no she's 1995 too like Jewel Tori Amos um yeah like that I hear of but they're like nine they're like late 90s who's I just about to look up
1: uh obviously the most famous music video of all time was literally single
0: ladies oh yeah
1: I feel like that was like two thousand eight. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah,
0: that does sound right. That had
1: that had people shaking
0: from west, kind of west to east coast. And also such what a I single deserve. such a simple like music video.
1: No, three girls in a room just
0: Beyonce was just dancing, dancing her fucking ass off. <laughs> just, <laughs> her... just dancing about. And she had guys. The, uh oh. oh, 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 oh first year of glee counts as 2000s pop music yeah <laughs> oh i am sasha God. fierce was 2008 um okay
1: perf yeah uh what else
0: early lady any... gaga music videos so like oh, paparazzi yeah. just dance poker face telephone, or telephone. paparazzi does paparazzi have a music video? yeah paparazzi does have a music video it's the one where she's like alejandro music video that was definitely or was that 2009 2011 i don't know Fame Monster. I wanna just dance, but he took me home instead. Fame Monster was two thousand nine.
1: Okay, hey.
0: The Alejandro music video might very well have come right in at the wire.
1: Oh my god! Thank God. But again, that's like
0: that's like so like that's so elevated for like a two thousands concept, like a two thousands pop music concept.
1: Yeah. Um, I love Best. the Hey Ya! music video. <laughs> Don't want to meet your daddy.
0: Alejandro was June 8th,
1: 2010.
0: <laughs> so... Dang my it. Mate, super... because he loves
1: me so, so oh, I'm outcast. You said Gwen Stefani.
0: What'd you say? Outcast. Yeah. Well, no. Was Outkast the one Gwen Stefani was in, or what was that called? What? That's no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Outkast yeah, is hey, uh, yeah. Because yeah. I do it with Don't band speak. names, too. <laughs> I know just what you're saying.
1: Don't tell me, guys. It hurts.
0: I'm sorry. sorry. Uh. Um... But yeah, wait, I'm trying to think. Any any other, like, iconic? The Hot and iconic... Cold
1: music video was also very iconic to me. Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Mm,
0: teenage, or no, Teenage Dream. Well, Teenage Dream does have a good music video, but California Girls, that was definitely 2010. Yeah, that was definitely, yeah. California. We used to have stars. Oh,
1: I hope this was 2009. Miley Cyrus Can't Be Tamed
0: music <sighs> video. Oh, that does seem early 2000s.
1: She she had something to say there.
0: <laughs> I can't. Be it was a warning. It was a warning. <laughs> and then in 2013, you were all shocked. <laughs> I know. Uh, for what? She, she gave y'all ample warning. She gave you time <laughs> to prepare. Years,
1: years, baby.
0: Oh, it probably did come out in 2009 because Can't Be Tamed, the album, came out January 1st, 2010.
1: okay perf so i'm right yeah
0: <laughs> just like that Grew up on a yellow um but yeah becca anything else to say about 2000s pop music conversation doesn't end here but you know
1: i mean guys just go listen a little bit
0: yeah go stream those girls
1: go do it it's fine <laughs>
0: Um, and we're gonna stream those girls on a little break and we'll be right back. Uh, I'm scared. Uh, oh my, my god, teeth. I can't believe Madonna just kissed me at the VMA's. <laughs>
1: Was Who that from...
0: let us know? <laughs> Was that
1: from Christina or Britney's perspective?
0: When well, I just gave two big hints.
1: Well, sorry, girl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um but Beck and I are back and we're gonna mm-hmm. get into our manifesting moments and our jump scares relating to 2000s pop music so of course we start with our jump scares and so this was a moment from the 2000s oeuvre mm-hmm. of pop music that really just got our goat um really just scared us um and left lasting intellectual scars as we're here talking about it um somewhere from 23 to 20 or er, What? somewhere from 23 to 12 years later um and so uh becca what was that moment for you this week or so, not this week but you know in that oeuvre this
1: timeline
0: yeah
1: <laughs> um well so yes as i mentioned we listened to a lot of now that's what i call music cds in my childhood mm-hmm. so something we also did in my childhood a lot was for some reason go to walmart like all the fucking time Yeah. and my mom would just take me and my brother in our minivan where she had all these cds she said
0: i gotta entertain these kids
1: <laughs> get the kids <key> um <laughs> one of the songs that we just all collectively decided it was all our favorite was sexy back by justin timberlake a song that is honestly so simple and ridiculous if you're not familiar it goes i'm bringing sexy back yeah. yep Basically, it repeats that for a million times.
0: Take him to the club. Call,
1: Call me, me go, girl. Go,
0: hey, B, go.
1: VIP, go, hey, B. Honestly, me and Macy were going to do it as karaoke, but we didn't get the chance because the bar shut down. Most of so it isn't even Justin curious. Timberlake,
0: it feels like.
1: Yeah, it's that other guy who is uncredited to my knowledge. But anyway. <laughs> exactly. So. It's kind of yeah, it's kind of a sexy song, but it was crazy that me and my like five year old brother would be like, "I'm bringing sexy back, yeah." And one time I remember actually actively, we for some reason, me and Evan were like, "Yo, like in the backseat of this minivan, we should headbang to this song right now." <laughs> okay, so me and Evan were just like, I'm bringing a sexy back. Yeah. And like so little and we're basically head banging in the back of the minivan. Mm-hmm. I remember so distinctly, and this is something that will forever stick with me looking over to the car to our right. Cause there was two lanes and there was just this couple who driving around and they were probably like in their twenties. They were laughing so hard and I remember being like, are they laughing at us? Like, what the heck?
0: They're laughing with but... you, baby.
1: <laughs> well, now that I realize, like, how insane that would be to see two <laughs> children in the back of a minivan head banging while the mom is also, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, grooving in the front seat. It's just something that, you know, it's just, it's not necessarily terrifying, but
0: it's just a little spooks. I think that's something that would warm me now. Warm you? Yeah.
1: Well, it is nice. It's a very human moment.
0: Do you find that you're developing an impulse to care for something at this age? I mean, I'm bringing this up on the regular kind of podcast, but.
1: Oh, to care for something else? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this, I got to tell you the perfect opportunity to tell you about my dream the other day. <laughs> in which, so my brother Evan's back in town, right? And I had a dream the other day in which I went over to my dad's house to see him. And then when I got into his room, it was him as I know him now. And there was also a baby version of him. And I remember in my dream, I held him and I thought, if anything ever happens to this baby, it's so cute. I will kill myself. <laughs> and I woke up and I was like, I feel like I understand what it feels like to be a mother. Literally. I was a mother to my brother, it was crazy. It was crazy. No, yeah, actually. when I see
0: like see people with young kids, I'm like, oh my god, that should be me. But like I'm <laughs> getting like I feel myself developing the impulse to care for something.
1: Oh my god. Beyond Kim myself.
0: Uh, Quinn. Biological clock is ticking. Quinn?
1: Why don't we have a marriage pact?
0: I don't really believe in such a thing. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, back. we can make one like uh, twist my arm well some people do them like too young like i've heard people make them for like 30 and i'm like
1: no i'm talking like 47 okay yeah I we don't even that. have to be married we can just get a kid yeah, that's the thing
0: i don't feel the need to be like married
1: but we could co-parent that would be fun
0: oh yeah a thousand percent coolest kid okay. ever coolest kid ever exactly
1: (laughs) literally the swagger it would have but also the potential mental illness it would have
0: i know (laughs) because you'd just be like what it would be like
1: "Ah." (laughs) yeah so something to think about
0: (laughs) no yeah Uh, um parenting also seems like one of the hardest things a person can do but you know
1: it is yeah that is the true jump scare of life parenting
0: Mm. anyway yeah anyway
1: quinn what is your jump scare in relation to 2000 Pop?
0: It's funny that you said Justin Timberlake because my jump scare also has to do with Justin Timberlake. Uh, yeah. Just kind of the that fact that up. he was promulgated and allowed to prosper during that era. Yep. And that we yep. had to kind of live through, you know, obviously like the whole, like, I mean, we'll say it here again because it bears repeating, but like, you know, he was in the wrong for what happened with him and Janet Jackson at the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, and Janet Jackson paid the price for it, and Janet Jackson even at points had to like apologize to Justin Timberlake, and Justin Timberlake was seen as like the the victim of the situation. Sweetheart. Yeah. Also, talking about Britney Spears' virginity on literally boo, radio, boo. such a weird, such a weird thing. Like, ew, ew, it's gross. The best way to
1: describe him, he's a weirdo.
0: Yeah, he's just a weirdo. weirdo. And if you need proof, watch any movie he's ever been in. (laughs) Oh, my God. Because he was famous in the 2000s, we had to suffer through his music or his acting career.
1: I know. The movie Friends with Benefits would be great if it wasn't him.
0: Literally. And you know what? If you don't want to watch Friends with Benefits, you can watch No Strings Attached. (laughs)
1: that is so true guys it's the same thing
0: it's the same movie
1: yeah it's funny that mila and ashton got married then
0: i know yeah that's such a good narrative um we were in the same movie but different (laughs) there is well well, they were also on that 70s show before together oh yeah and they did it and then they were apart and then they said you know what we're gonna come back together
1: they didn't date ever on the show they didn't didn't date they didn't date they dated as characters but they no she was like not 18 yet (laughs) and then finally really they
0: didn't date on the show
1: they dated as characters but no not while they were on the show i thought it was a classic
0: narrative of oh we date on the show so we date in real life too
1: no 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 he would have no how old she she was she she was was like 16 she was she did seem like young she was definitely like 15 or 16 when she started. Talking about that, an icon,
0: Jackie. I should rewatch that.
1: Literally. <sighs> no, if anyone would have dated her then, it would have been Wilmer. I'll tell you that much.
0: Wilbur? Isn't his name Wilbur?
1: I thought it was Wilmer. Valor- oh,
0: yeah, it was Wilmer. Or Danny Masterson, weirdo. Yeah, um, weirdos. Ugh, what weirdos on that show. Anyway. Um
1: No, but then she saw him later in a word show and was like, oh, my God, Ashton's actually cute. We should reconnect.
0: <laughs> she said, wait. Whoa. <laughs> she said, like, I'm wait. <laughs> Imagine being late to the party that Ashton Kutcher is hot.
1: Like <laughs> <laughs> Babe, I, I knew Icon... that during Punked. I knew that during Icon Punk'd.
0: vibes. Wait, Where's 1998. Ashton? Yeah, she was only 15 when the show started. Yeah. Crazy. Do you ever think about how she's the voice of Meg Griffin, too?
1: Hilarious.
0: She must have so much money.
1: No, literally, the side quest cr- this woman's doing.
0: She must look great. No, everybody who's on like Family Guy, like one of those really long running shows. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen the lady who does the voice of Lisa Simpson? She's like 70. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she's that old? Oh, yeah. yeah. She could croak during the literally. filming. Wow, Although I God think people her. have
0: done the voice other than her because at some point, you know, she's sick. Um, but anyway. <sighs> but now we step into the light. And we talk about our manic pixie moments. This is a moment. Two thousand pop music is a very manic pixie concept in and of itself. Oh, so true. Um, and so, yeah, Becca, what would you say is your manic pixie moment when it comes to two thousand pop music?
1: Great question. Let me tell you the one that I have selected. Mm-hmm. That I'm not thinking of just right now.
0: Yeah, no, no. But we no, come to work We showed up for work today. <laughs> To work is the thing um yeah i got I nothing mean, on but the radio the radio okay
1: legally i do just have to say like the whole manic pixie moment just has to be britney spears for me yeah like i just love her so much mm-hmm. and without her we would not have a lot of other we would not have addison ray oh yeah i don't. You know, it's just it's just true. We would not have other people from Louisiana trying to be something.
0: You're so obsessed with me, too.
1: You you say you're obsessed with me, I say me too. I forget how the song even goes, but I love. Yeah, I love. um <laughs> And yeah, I just I also people now have a really close association with me and Brittany like i wear my britney bag all the time so people are always
0: saying you look like
1: her it happens every day guys no whenever someone says the word toxic people tend to just look at me
0: with oh how did that not come up in our oh iconic music videos how did that not come up
1: for no i know i know i mean i said every britney every britney music video was crazy we were covered she was she was dancing she was singing every every award performance of hers
0: Mm -hmm. she was
1: dancing she was singing especially
0: the give me more performance (laughs) blackout blackout guys
1: yeah oh my god but that i think that was 2011 to be honest (sighs) so you know any song
0: i really love that i haven't feel like i haven't talked to you about say it man on the moon
1: okay slay (laughs) I personally have been having a stronger moment lately. Oh,
0: such a good song! Yeah, that might be like her best, like that might be like her best, like quality song.
1: It's from the heart.
0: Like objectively, like that might be one of her best songs.
1: Stronger, my loneliness yes, ain't killing me. No.
0: Ah, she's the best pop star. Like she's one of the best pop stars Literally. ever.
1: I-, I love it. I love it. I love her uh <sighs> it's crazy so and literally pretty, just
0: an encapsulation of like everything of like 2000s pop music like she is 2000s pop music
1: yeah in a person yeah all her outfits it was just everything to me i love her exactly um and i wish her the best always
0: yes quinn
1: what is your manic pixie 2000s music moment
0: my man of moment would have to be again coming right in at the wire right before the 2000s ended is Lady Gaga performing paparazzi at the 2009 VMA is like oh it, so
1: good it just
0: yeah I just I, I want to say I watched it live I feel like I remember watching it live um <laughs> it was right after it was right after right before I came into my identity as a monster and like Honestly, just everything about it is iconic. You can hear people literally gasping in the
1: yeah.
0: thing. Oh,
1: my God. I, okay.
0: and an even more specific Manic, Manic Pixie moment is this happened in 2019. But, but the first show I ever directed, um, okay. I, like, we had, like, a meeting before our opening show, like, me, I was, like, pumping up the cast, being like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. guys, good luck, good luck, all that. And so... I show I made everybody watch that performance <laughs> <laughs> to pump them up. Literally, oh I made my everyone- god! We were doing this like weird, like Canadian play that was about like this um, uh, group home moving into an affluent neighborhood, and the neighbor and like the people living in the neighborhood feeling a certain way about that. And I was like, mm. guys, look, this isn't the type of theater that people are doing around here, but that's okay. We can do something <laughs> different. Lady Gaga did something different here. <laughs> in 2009 <laughs> and that has made all the difference as exactly. robert frost once penned um and so um
1: no you're true change lives
0: yeah and i was like dead it's ass so serious good. like i was unironically showing them like i was like guys <laughs> this is what we can be
1: she's a disruptor literally <laughs> yeah. um
0: and so yeah ah, oh.
1: that's so like, good the co- as a as a costuming person Uh, i just i'm obsessed with that as well yeah
0: uh anyway but i think that is our damn show today so becca oh Oh. if they want to follow what's going on in the life of pop star bex gloss how can they Mm -hmm. do so
1: well thanks for asking well of course they can follow bex gloss on spotify also on twitter they can follow at becca Hobar on instagram and where y'all going during world war three on tiktok They can also find me being for Halloween of 2023, Christina Aguilera's Dirty.
0: Mm hmm. Ah, Mm -hmm. another amazing song.
1: Exactly. And music video.
0: Mm hmm. Trust. Trust.
1: Where can the people keep up with you individually if they're so inclined?
0: You can find me at Quimpy Murphy on Twitter and TikTok. Or no, you can find me at Quimpy Murphy on Instagram and TikTok. And you can also find me at Quimpy Murphy underscore on Twitter. And you can also find me having nothing on but the damn radio, babe
1: something great to have on
0: the fact that we have lady gaga and addison ray versions of the same song like could you imagine living in a time
1: <laughs> like that wasn't this? right then like,
0: <laughs> what if i lived right. in like another like what if i was an ancient mesopotamian i had no idea of what that was like
1: <laughs> what, what if i didn't even know who lady gaga was
0: oh my god no somebody I do that a lot with is Megan Thee Stallion I constantly say wow I'm so happy to be living at the same time as Megan the
1: <laughs> so blessed truly to be a hot girl no I often think about how I have a hot girl tattooed on me hot girl heart and yeah. I wouldn't have that if Megan didn't exist so literally thanks to anyway. her well also you can oh oh at oh Mixy oh <laughs> I, I saw your eyes keep trying and trying, off the and I'm like, no, no, no,
0: not yet, <laughs> no, not yet,
1: no, not yet. Slower, Dan. Okay, you can follow at Manic John on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, where we post the podcast at length. Please comment, please, guys. You know what, stand list deep dives are gonna be coming up because they are Literally. the ones after this one. So give us comment corners to use during them.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay yeah
1: okay the same list is public on the instagram go look it literally look. is and we're yeah. and
0: we're okay to go back sometimes if you guys want to bring something to the table the conversation
1: exactly it's so true you know. it's, an, it's a living breathing document literally and so yeah so email us at manic as well mm-hmm.
0: and let me hear from you we're Quinn. We're Quinn. And, and we're, we're Becca. Becca. And, and thank, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Nothing but the
1: radio.
0: Manic Pixie Jump scare is hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart.
1: Executive produced by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart.
0: Sound and video editing by Quinn Murphy.
1: Social media management and highlights by Becca Hobart.
0: And our theme song was written by Quinn Murphy, Becca Hobart, and Nandita Mahesh.